When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that gives a quick look at something that happened a long time ago today. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today's episode is about a helpful dolphin who swam his way into a country's heart and became one of the first animals in the modern world to have its life protected by law. The day was September 26th, 1904. By government proclamation, New Zealand made it illegal to harm a beloved wild dolphin named Pelorus Jack or any member of his species. This was the first time on record that a country granted legal protection to an individual sea creature. Wildlife protection laws were not a thing at that point, so the idea of declaring an entire species off-limits was unheard of. But the law was made in response to public outcry, and in recognition of Jack's faithful service to the sailors of New Zealand. If you look at a map, you'll find Cook Strait on the northern end of New Zealand's South Island. The coastline there juts out in multiple places, creating a jumble of bays and sounds with just a narrow channel called the French Pass running through them. In the past, sailors avoided this route because the currents were so strong that a ship could be easily pushed off course and dashed against the rocky coast. But all that changed with the appearance of Pelorus Jack, 
a rare white Rhesus dolphin who escorted countless steamer ships through the dangerous stretch of water. Jack was first sighted in 1888 by a schooner headed for the French Pass. When the dolphin appeared in front of the ship, the crew reportedly reached for their harpoons, but were quickly talked down by the captain's wife. That would prove to be a good call, because Jack proceeded to swim alongside the ship for the next 12 hours, helping to guide it through the treacherous waters. And for the next 24 years thereafter, Jack appeared almost daily and offered the same service to nearly every ship that came his way. And I say his way, but really no one is certain whether Jack was a male or female. The dolphin's size was reported to be between 9 and 15 feet over his 24 years of activity. Some argue this indicates Jack was most likely a male, but female Rhesus dolphins have been found as large as 13 feet, so it's hardly conclusive. The name Pelerus Jack comes from the Pelerus Sound, a submerged river valley at whose entrance Jack would routinely wait for ships bound for the city of Nelson on South Island. Jack would pick up these Nelson-bound steamers at Clay Point near the top of Pelerus Sound and then guide them the five miles or so down to the French Pass. Jack also helped ships that departed Nelson on their way to Wellington on New Zealand's North Island. For these trips, Jack would meet the ships as they came through the French Pass and then stay with them all the way to Clay Point. Some accounts claim that Jack's beat included traveling through the dangerous French Pass, while others say the dolphin would accompany ships to or from the pass, but never through it. Regardless of his exact route, Jack kept a reliable schedule, and word of his daily appearances spread quickly. The dependable dolphin grew quite a fan base, and by 1908, Pelerus Jack's sightseeing tours had become a cottage industry. Passengers from around the world came to see Jack in person, including well-known public figures like American author Mark Twain and British author Frank T. Bullen. There were even overnight voyages where the phosphorescence of local marine life could turn Jack's appearance into the kind of dazzling nighttime spectacle you might find at a theme park today. New Zealanders of all stripes, whether they worked at sea or not, had come to view Pelerus Jack as a kind of mascot, or a pet, or even a friend. So you can imagine the outrage when the public learned in 1904 that a passenger aboard the SS Penguin had pulled a gun on Pelerus Jack. Before he could fire, the man was wrestled to the deck by crewmen and handed over to the Wellington police. However, because there was no law on the books for the protection of dolphins, Jack's attempted killer was released. The public was enraged and demanded that something be done to safeguard their dolphin from future attacks. This outcry led directly to the order issued later that year, which made it illegal to capture or harm Pelerus Jack or any other Rhesus dolphin within the waters of Cook Strait and all its adjacent inlets. Violators could be fined anywhere between 5 to 100 pounds. Although unconfirmed, the story goes that after the incident, Jack held a grudge against the SS Penguin. He supposedly avoided the ship from then on and no longer helped guide it through the dangerous waters. 
What we know for sure is that five years later, the SS Penguin crashed into the rocks and sank there in what was New Zealand's worst maritime disaster of the 20th century. The idea that Jack purposely avoided a specific ship might be hard to believe, but we do know that he preferred one kind of ship over another. Jack reportedly wasn't a fan of ships with wooden hulls, preferring smooth steel-hulled ships instead. The going theory is that Jack enjoyed riding the pressure wave created by the ship's bow, and fast-moving steamer ships created bigger, stronger waves for him to ride. And ride them he did, well into his golden years, too. In fact, steamer captains eventually started reducing their speeds so that the elderly dolphin could keep up with them. The last appearance of Pelerus Jack was in 1912, 24 years after his initial sighting. Rumors swirled that Jack had been struck by a passing ship or harpooned by Norwegian whalers, but the most likely story is that Jack simply died of old age. A Rhesus dolphin lives between 25 to 30 years on average, and Jack was well within that range, if not beyond it. Newspapers in England and the United States published obituaries for Pelerus Jack for several years after his disappearance, but New Zealand papers never did. They continued to hold out hope that their old friend was still out there. However, over a century later, the country finally gave the endearing dolphin the long-overdue send-off that he deserved. In 2016, a life-size bronze statue of Pelerus Jack was installed at Colonnette Point, overlooking French Pass. In this way, Jack's still there, greeting passengers as they travel between Wellington and Nelson. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, be sure to repay the favor and say hello. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can keep up with the show by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC. And special thanks today to listener Drew Robison for recommending today's topic. If you have any suggestions for a historical event you'd like to see on the show, you can write to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait!
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungle's closing in? You crave wide-open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, Land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to Land.com, find your open space, and get out there.